Hi, welcome to Two Guys, One Girl Santa, your friendly neighborhood podcast where we come together, drink some beer, and talk about the nerdy things that we love. Today is episode 29. It's been a while, Santa. Uh, That's been a minute. We've been a bit busy this summer. Uh, I don't even want to look back to the month that we recorded it, but I think it was at least back to July. August. Might have been July. Yeah, because we did one before Seth's. Part, did we do one before Seth's party? This Spider-Man year? was the last thing. Spider-Man yeah. Forever Home was our last podcast. So, yeah. uh, We appreciate our devoted listeners that have subscribed or are following us on Twitter and saying, Hey, look, Nicole, uh, yeah. Tony 9 is, is out. I've been waiting for it. It's surely going to be the best one ever. It's going to be the best one. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so we haven't really watched a particular film or movie, which is, tends to be our format. This this is going to be a little bit of a change in format, but but Cameron, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to work out. Yeah. We're actually going to focus about stuff that has happened in pop culture media in the last few weeks and, and talk about that. And if we happen to see a movie together, we'll talk about the movie. Sure. You know? I mean, it seems a little, natural. A little 2019 thus far roundup, you know. It's four friends just getting together yeah. and catching up. So, And I'm sure we'll still hit some big movies, but and there hasn't been a lot of big movies to hit lately, so. Th- there hasn't <laughs> been, and we're definitely going to talk about that, but I think the topic du jour that has dropped in the last, I don't know, three weeks, Santa, has been the new streaming... Uh, competitor in the said streaming wars of out there, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Are you a subscriber? When did you sign up? And how has your experience been thus I, far, if you have? I signed up pretty early. I pre-ordered, and I did sign up for three years. So. Good Lord. Three years. That's quite the commitment. Yeah. You're pretty much banking that Disney is just going to continue to punch out well, hits. That's why they, they, they put that uh, whenever at Comic-Con, like Marvel laid out their... their, their MCU plans for the next three years. Right. And it, it listed the, the yes. it listed the movies and it also listed the shows that they're gonna have. Yeah. So yeah. Plus, I mean, you could spend three years watching Disney's back catalog. Like they've got like right. eighty years of content. Yeah, they got. How much was the three year? It ended up. Uh, it broke down to one hundred fifty bucks. That's pretty good. That's yeah. not bad. So yeah. I, I signed up for a year. I didn't see the whole three year thing, and I just signed up for Disney Plus. I had the option to sign up for not only that but also. Hulu and, and ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus. I just did the Disney Plus, um, and I did it for a year to save me like I, I think essentially sent me twenty bucks. Yeah, two months. So it was sixty-seven dollars yeah. for a year. Mm-hmm. So easily two years of that is more than the three years that you paid Santa. So congratulations <laughs> <Right>. to Santa. <laughs> you you got the good deal. I- I got the best one. I feel like we should all just sidebar for a second and disclose that we have not received any money from Disney to talk about this. But if no. they're interested in paying us, we're all Well, ears. we're paying them, yeah. so I think we should get something back. Yeah. So Nicole and Santa got Disney Plus. I got Disney Plus. And the one person on the podcast who seems like with, it would with, be most appropriate with children for, yeah with children did not yeah. yet sign up for the disney plus what are you waiting on cameron so um kristen hardly watches the streaming services we have and so she's you know her thought is we don't need another one which i don't super disagree with and so she basically was like if we get disney plus we should cancel netflix because why are we paying like 
all this money for streaming content we barely watch. And I don't think she's wrong. And um, as soon as I finish a couple shows I'm trying to finish, namely The Crown on Netflix, I'm done with that. I'll, we'll switch to Disney+. Plus. And then when new stuff comes out on Netflix, we'll switch back to that and not cancel Disney Plus probably. <laughs> so you're, you're talking about the, the coin here. And, yeah. and, and Tyler and I uh, actually kind of did some math, Santa. Uh, and uh, I, I, I think it's reasonable. So let's say Netflix, Nicole, is $15. Mm-hmm. It's 12, uh, but it's 30, 12. 12 or 13. But okay, let's mm-hmm. say I'm, I, I like nice round numbers. Okay. Right? okay. So, so <laughs> 15, I won't make the math hard on you. 15 for Netflix. I, we already talked about that um, Disney Plus was essentially, I don't know, $70. So let, let, let's say it was $8. Um, and then other streaming services, I think we Hulu. have Hulu. What's Hulu running, Nicole? I don't know what it costs. So my Hulu is bundled with Spotify. Okay. Which yeah. is like, I think, $10. Yeah, okay, so let's say 10 I think you can get Hulu with some commercials, but less commercials for like seven okay but, yeah but i don't know if you want to count that because and then let's say i got like floating. youtube red i think that's maybe another seven dollars or whatnot youtube red's also available as a bundle with google play music so like yeah. if okay. you get google play music you get ad free youtube okay and then i sign up for amazon prime that's maybe another ten yeah maybe another ten dollars a month so adding it all together, that's like fifty dollars yeah. for like five put, different streaming services. You didn't even put HBO in there. HBO's HBO another fifteen. Another fifteen. Yeah, and then I mean, CBS All Access is twelve. But again, six, six, you, you just added up those numbers. Yeah. It's still under hundred dollars for like seven different streaming services. That's still way cheaper way than, than I'm paying for my cable package. And you guys haven't cut the cord yet, have you? No, we haven't. Yeah. We're still You're paying money for. I mean, we we, we pay. I think our internet is essentially, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know, fifty, sixty dollars a month. Unless so you, you need the internet webs to get right. all the streaming services. But that, so. I mean, you need the interwebs to be alive as mm-hmm. a human being in this mm-hmm. society. So we have we have basic cable, don't we? Basic cable, just the we internet. Have but that's just because you have Comcast and yeah. you like can't not have cable. With and them, we also have we have Sling TV for most of our. Yes, yeah. the Sling is good. So what I'm saying to you, Cameron, is just just explain the fiscal reason right. why Kristen needs to just. You know, accept the fact. So that I just want to point out this is not a this is a little bit off topic, and I don't want to complain about my my horrible wife. You know, take my wife, please. But so after that little bargain we had, uh, she proceeded to spend one hundred and seventy dollars on children's clothes for an upcoming photo shoot we have. It's a oh, Christmas photo shoot. All right. And the photo shoot itself cost another two hundred seventy dollars. So that's like. That's like Disney Plus for the next she five years. On a photo shoot. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, she, I'm no, sensing we can't spend twenty four dollars on streaming services. Only twelve. Well, photo shoots are going to last forever, but yes. Disney's going to rot your brain. It's true. So, yeah. uh, they have brought out the entire catalog, Nicole. Oh yes. Uh, you know, you not only have the Disney classics. You also have the Gargoyles TV show. You've got all you the Disney Channel TV shows. High School Musical, the show, the musical. You also have Whoa. the entire Marvel Universe on there. Yeah. And is everything you, Star Wars on the there? Enti- everything Star Wars is on there. Everything is Star Wars is on there. Not everything Marvel is on there. Is there's, there? like the, there's a couple... Is, they is had a the new co- stuff that's not windowed out yet? No. Uh, they have a couple agreements with other streaming services that haven't... Is sure, Marvel yeah, off yeah. Netflix now, or is it still on there? There's still a couple things on there. I think, okay. I think it might be off. 
I actually much. fully expect that new Marvel movies will still be on Netflix the no, same. No, no, no. I, I see. I thought they would still maybe be on Netflix just the same way they'll still be available on Redbox. No, that's, like there yeah, there will be like a window where you can rent it. They they don't have that. Uh... That's the difference is Redbox is a physical copy. Right. But I mean, there's plenty of stuff that's like available think, for a time on HBO because mm-hmm. HBO, yeah. you know, like it's it's like a rental-ish type yeah. thing, you know. So Battle, my question to the panel for those that either have it or may we'll soon have it, it one yeah. day, uh, Santa, what is your guilty pleasure to enjoy from Disney Plus archives? I'm just watching mostly just animated stuff. So a lot of I watched the X Men cartoon because they have all the fox yeah oh, yeah. yeah that's good so that's a, a good one Did that's such hear? a good cartoon yeah. yeah with that that theme opening theme song mm-hmm. i never skip it yeah uh i think my guilty pleasure is just going back to some of the disney classics to be honest just because mm-hmm. you know for the longest time they like quote unquote only opened up the vault so often. Yeah. yeah. Right. God, that's, and then you uh, also went to that one friend's house that had all the white VHS yes. cassette tapes. The big puffy plastic yeah, the big puffy ones. Clamshell thing. So yeah. being able to, if I wanted to, dial up, you know, Snow White and Seven Strawers, or dial up the Lion King, or mm-hmm. dial up Peter Pan, it's at my yeah. leisure now. So. That's what I thought was maybe going to be how Disney ruined the idea, is they still tried to put ha, have a vault for some of their content, we don't like, want where that. it's only There should be no vault now. Of course it's not. out there anyways. It's on YouTube. It's yeah. on the pirate you yeah. know, thing. You they might as well start making money They didn't do that, it. so I'm glad they didn't do that crazy thing that I was afraid they were going to do. So what was your guilty pleasure? Was it the Disney Channel sitcom shows, Nicole? Or um, I, I do enjoy a good Disney Channel sitcom. Good Life with Zach and Cody. I, the, the, the good, the sweet life. Sweet you life. Sweet I, <laughs> I was they in live college in a hotel? when that show was on. Um, I think I'm most looking forward to um, not just being able to watch all the Marvel movies again easily, but all like the weird old Disney movies, like the Black Cauldron and all that. Mm, oh, the yeah. Sword in the Stone. Uh, mm-hmm. That's my favorite Disney movie. That's what That's I was going to say. Yeah. I love yeah. the Sword Those in the Stone. Those are the ones that don't appear on TV very often. The, or, the sort of, you know... The little bit more... The lesser ones. The little... Yeah, the not as popular the aristic, ones. The aristic like the, cats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The pre-Disney renaissance that happened in the 90s with yeah. you know, the Lion King, the Little Mermaid, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Just like the, the 80s The stuff. 80s, 90s stuff. The, like, the yeah. late 70s stuff that was yeah. real janky. Ooh, The Legend of Sleepy <laughs> Hollow. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, I am looking forward... I think so. Disney did put out a disclaimer that some of the things that they had on there were maybe what was the word saying not not culturally appropriate or that's, yeah they're not bringing back the super they're not bringing back some of the south that's not the reason they were just uh, for the time they you know like like they were yeah. culturally whatever you know but like the, Dumbo's still out there yeah. and they still have the crows doing the crow thing right. I think they even put though like maybe a, it's probably not the crow is way more subtle than yeah. Song of the South oh way more <laughs> yes so I, what would have been yours uh, I was gonna say so um, 
So I think I've mentioned before that I've watched Coco Infinity Billion times because it's the only... Oh, uh, Coco is popular. It's wonderful, but it's the only yeah. Pixar movie on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So as a father, I'm looking forward to watching other Pixar movies with well, Nora. It's about to get removed from Netflix and onto a Disney Plus like, so, yeah. sometime in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the more reason to jump on the train. Um, and then personally, like nostalgia-wise, definitely Sword in the Stone. Mm-hmm. And also... Um, uh, Robin Hood a little bit. Yeah. Oh, Robin Hood. Okay, I one. really liked Robin Hood because they were foxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, that was, so when I think about, like, stuff that I recorded on my VHS Santa yeah. from the Disney Channel, Robin Hood was on the list, uh, Peter Pan, yeah. For and me, it's being able to just dial that up whenever I want to. Yeah. When I'm watching right now, shit, I can get it right now. For me, yeah. the music and the Sword of the Stone and Robin Hood, is it's just like, I don't know. It's got a special place in my heart because it's all, it's like Sword of the Stone is all jazzy and stuff. I mm-hmm. dig it. It's good, easy watching when you're not sure what you want to mm-hmm. watch. You can put something up like that in the background and play games on your cell phone all night. So, Nicole, sure. it's not just the old uh, Disney, Marvel, Star Wars yes. content. It's got some new content. And the flagship that Disney yes. is hoping everybody's going to sign up to watch is it's The, the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Uh, have you and Santa catched up it. to all three episodes? We watch it. We've tuned in every Friday. He remembers before I do. So I think that means he actually likes it. Mm-hmm. Um but yes, we have watched all three episodes of The Mandalorian. I'm hooked. I like every moment of it. It feels a little bit like a kind of like an RPG type video game that we're watching. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. he's on a quest and then he goes off and has to go on a side quest in order to get the thing he's looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much of it we want to spoil since Cameron. Yeah, so Cameron, how, how do you feel on the spoil meter here? Are, I mean, are you. The baby Yoda thing the baby Okay, so if you know yeah. Baby Yoda, yeah. then you know enough to be spoiled. I don't care too much. I mean. So I'm sure it, I'll enjoy it. Anyway. It does yeah. have that kind of you know gamer feel. It yeah. does it. It definitely even has a very strong uh, western motif to it all. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. Bounty hunters. A know. lot of the characters are referred to not by their name but by their title. So the Mandalorian, the client, uh, the child, which I think is the official name for for Baby Yoda, because mm-hmm. it's not as far as we know actual. Baby, baby Yoda. It's not Baby Yoda. It's, it's just, just what we're calling it's, it. we don't have a name for the Yoda species, and so you just call it Bo- Yoda, and right. it's a very young, 50-year-old Yoda species. Yeah. Well, because it, it takes place after Return of the Jedi, so... I think it's five years, Santa, after Return of the Jedi. I think it's five years. It would be stupid if it was actually Yoda somehow. So, quick, quick summation. Uh, uh, it's, I think, about five years after Return of the Jedi. The Empire is falling apart. There, yeah. there are certain certain pockets around the galaxy that are still trying to maintain that imperial hold. Uh-huh. Uh, one of them happens to be this person that's referred to as the client, and he's got a couple of stormtroopers and a maybe an imperial scientist, kind of in uh-huh. his his whole group. Are and like star destroyers still around, or are they all? Just no. We haven't seen defunct. any okay. you know imperial ships. Uh, the biggest ship that I think we've seen at this time basically is the Mandalorian's uh, uh, little cruiser, cruiser ah. or whatever. Um, and Mandalorian is part of the Bounty Hunter Guild. He takes on a job to acquire a very 
important asset for this client that that the client will take dead alive, but the imperial scientist definitely wants alive. Right. And he goes to a planet to acquire it. Turns out a lot of bounty hunters go in there for this asset, but the Mandalorian is managed to acquire it. And surprise, surprise, it is a 50-year-old infant child that is like the Yoda species. And are they setting this baby Yoda up as like the porg of this uh, arc? Well, it's definitely going to sell a lot of yeah, stuff Christmas animals, stuffed yeah, animals. Yeah. Definitely March, cute. It's the, yeah. it's the tickle me Elmo of this season. Basically. I have heard <laughs> that they're trying to repeat, because again, there's a lot of Western motifs uh-huh. here, Nicole, mm-hmm. that they're trying to repeat this this old like samurai legend where this old samurai happened to encounter... A young child, and now the child is following the old samurai warrior uh, on his adventures, and well, he's having to protect the child, but also, you know, do whatever it, mission that he's on. And it turns out the child changes his outlook on life. I, I think that's well, the motif like, that the they're going for. Yeah, we've already, what do you think? We've already seen that a little bit because he did turn in the Baby Yoda for his magic Mandalorian steel, and he was, you know, sweet. I'm going to get some cool armor out of this, but then. You know, he felt guilty. What are you going to do with the child? He went back and took him back. Mm -hmm. Made sure he was okay. But also, like, the whole Mandalore culture. You know, when he went to get his armor in the first place, and then they started talking about the the whistling birds. Yeah, and then they're really talking about the whole... what what makes a Mandalorian special? The yeah. steel is important, and the weapons yeah, and, and but, armoring them. And then he said, like, and give the rest to the foundlings. The foundlings keep with mentioning the, up, is, which seems like what that, that they really value children in this Mandalorian society, and that they're not really procreating in any way. So the way that they're continuing their culture is by adopting those who've been abandoned mm-hmm. integrating or, them into mandalorian society does it explain <clears throat> at all what like jango fett's role was in mandalorian culture back no. during the they're not really talking about any of the facts okay. are they saying mm-hmm. i no, mean no. they're they're if anything Nobody, trying to explain they, about like what happened to the mandalorians and yeah, how the mandalorians yeah. are surviving they, today the only thing they kind of hinted at was like maybe when uh order 66 happened the, the the Mandalorians were also affected by that because mm-hmm. then they had to go underground to you know because of it, you know, which came out from you know the Clone War stuff you know right yeah. and nobody and, really has any names in this so far yeah they yeah. all refer the to as the, the role yeah mm-hmm. and even the titles of the episodes are yeah the something or another so and, they're like the uh, like the Mandalorian he's referred to as Mando because that's what uh, his his handler called him yeah matched sort of Mandalorian right but they are trying to leave a little bit of a mystery which I kind of like it's it's almost kind of like New Hope where not everything's sort of explained to you mm-hmm. Cameron you right. sort of got to have to have it inferred upon you uh, they have kind of hinted if you read you know enough articles that maybe this imperial scientist is somewhat uh, attributed to the Camonians or whoever the ones that that create the clones oh like the real tall people yeah okay. like he has like some insignia that all the clones uh wore on their on their arm like he himself is a clone the imperial scientist yeah. no like maybe he is he worked with he them. worked oh, with okay. them i see yeah. so the, the running theory might be is this yoda is maybe not an actual if it's a clone of yoda 
Uh, yeah, that's well, the wrong direction. Hopefully not, but I well, mean, how did they get? They'll have it come up in the movies that Yoda will be in the movies, and it's like but, they were trying but, to. Well, uh, true, to. but I mean, we'll we'll see. I don't know. I'm just saying that would be an annoying direction. <laughs> the biggest critique of the the reboot movie of uh, Force Awakens, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. was that it was just a recapitulation of A New Hope. That mm-hmm. you know, like <clears throat> doing an, an original idea, they need to. It's bringing fan, back more stuff. fan service. Yeah, like, there's more than ten people in this universe. <laughs> so, speaking of the new movie, Santa, Rise of Skywalker, debuting, I think, December 20th, does that sound right? Yeah, I think it's December 20th. Or 19th, that's that Thursday. Yeah. Uh, I won't be able to go over the y'all. I'll be actually in Vegas. So, I'm going to watch yet another yeah. Star Wars movie in Vegas. I'm going to pick a better theater than the one I went to to watch Rogue One. I mean, combo- was, combination strip club movie theater is probably not a good choice. You would think that a Vegas strip theater would be, like, better. But I would it think really that. was this back alley Sally theater <laughs> uh-huh. with no stadium seating, just the old... I mean, not even... Shitty seats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not even... I'm not asking for the recliners. I'm just asking for, like, leveled seating. This is, like, the one big ramp where you don't have, like, steps up. There's a better theater off the strip. I'm probably going to have to go see it there. But, Santa, there was a new clip on social media, The Rise of Skywalker. Have you seen it? Where they're talking about the the droids. Or not the droids, the stormtroopers. No. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Last time we, I saw was Ray with a red lightsaber okay. looking as Darth. Well, well, now Ray I'm going to have to pull awesome. it up because uh, there is a line from that that is trending like you wouldn't believe. So, um, yeah. So, uh, Nicole, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. Are you ready for the final? I'm very movie ready of for the trilogy. It. I'm so ready for it that I already went and read all the spoilers on the internet about it. <laughs> so I will say this: everything that, I'll talk about. You know what that about, tells you is that you don't really want to be surprised. You just want it to, to be over already. Kind of okay. a little bit of both. Um, okay. I'm not. I I don't mind spoilers as much as some, some people do. Um, but I will say any speculations I will have are things I've thought of before I read spoilers. So I'm not going to confirm or deny anything. Um, I have really tried to tell Santana, it's like, I just want to tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. And he just said, no. <laughs> just like that. Huh? Yeah. yeah, just like that. Um, so um, I know I, that was a choice I made. I won't inflict that choice on other people. All right. Um, so I'm going to play the clip that played okay. uh, last night. It may not pick up well on the microphone. This is not really we good podcasting. It's really about the sound. Yeah. A new gimmick on the whole chase scene thing. Jetpacks. My backpacks. We were promised jetpacks. <laughs> they can fly now. <laughs> so they fly now is now trending on Twitter. Okay. Thoughts, Cameron. That's way less of a spoiler than I thought it was going to be. Uh, ah, well, I wasn't promising spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I thought maybe this would was. I think what people are commenting on is, are you ready for the cheese? Uh, I wasn't. I was hoping it wouldn't be cheesy, but I guess it is. Um, the, the whole, like, 
that, that's why I kind of I don't want spoilers, but I kind of understand how Nicole feels. It's like they have bungled this entire three movie arc by partially, you know, in the first one it was by making it too much of a clone of yes. a new hope. The second one, if you listen, I forget the director's name, but he was basically told he he's basically said he was given no notes like yeah, no yeah. like here's Figure what we're doing yourself. with this movie he was just handed the movie franchise to do with what he will which if you compare and contrast to marvel is the exact opposite of how yes. the marvel mcu was being handled yes and then this third one you know it's picking up where he left it off and half that movie was good and half that movie was terrible and so i guess they're just gonna be making more let's blow the thing up jokes i don't know so I am ready for the end. I, it, you know what, uh, Force Awakens was a nice, you know, callback to some fun times. Uh, not too original, but I, I was happy to see a good reset to what works. I thought uh, uh, the whatever that movie was called, the boy, Last boy, Jedi, Last, Last Jedi, Jedi. <laughs> boy, that tells you everything you know. Right. Uh, had some problems to it. Yes. It, it and I think. They were caused by not having an effective plan. Right. Uh, I think J.J. Abrams is trying to bring it on home. I thought it would have been better if J.J. Abrams may have given that guy, I want to say it was Ryan. Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, some notes to make it easier. Because I think J.J. Abrams actually said, Yeah, I wasn't left with a lot from The Last Jedi. So I kind of had to really, you know, hustle and work this all out over right. again. Well, whose fault doesn't is that? Give it's me, not really Ryan Johnson. doesn't give fault. me good hope. Yeah. I, I'm a little worried about how they're going to uh, shoo in this uh, Emperor stuff. Uh, Nicole, I don't want the spoilers. If I you know the spoilers. I but know the spoilers it, for that. It feels so much shoehorned in. Um, I mean... I another... would say, like, I, these spoilers leaked, but we don't know if they're accurate mm. or not. However, given... And I will say, some spoilers have been leaking that are not... This is... In, historically, yeah, it used to. I remember in the uh, the the prequel trilogy, like you could check out a spoiler like a week before the movie came out, and it was pretty much dead on accurate. Mm -hmm. But there's so many. Well, they release fake spoilers. There are so many fake spoilers out. You don't know which ones are the real ones. Yeah, there's a couple things about it that I could see definitely happening with the spoilers I read, and of course, I read all the. Game of Thrones spoilers since I wasn't invested in that TV show and those turned out to be accurate. Yeah. So speaking of Game of Thrones, Cameron, the speaking Double of, D's, whatever their name are, DB Weiss and, and Damon Winelaw. Let's call them the Double yeah, D's. Dame, the Double D's. Yeah. D's. D and D's. They walked away from doing the next Star Wars trilogy. Did they walk away or were they allowed to say they walked away? I they're no longer like they were, associated yeah, I with it feel for like one reason the or the They were allowed to say they walked away, and also that Netflix offered them a lot of money, too. So they're, they're working with Netflix. On Do something. they have the, have on they else? the project yeah. that they're working on in Netflix? I, 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 I don't know for sure. But, following yeah. Why is Netflix <coughs> bending over backwards to give them... Another? Oh, Netflix they, needs everything. They need yeah, all they the get. contents. Like, give me all the contents. But they could pick other people... They're well, going to pick all the people. I mean, they have like billions of dollars. They're getting they're what they're so. getting what they can because everybody's starting their own streaming yeah. service and everybody's like oh, but buying did you up see people. Netflix right. is partnering with Nickelodeon. That's oh. a good angle Ooh. to combat. I, I, combat that's some great content out yeah. there. Um, Nostalgia is fucking selling. And Viacom days. needs something. Like Viacom's that, not doing well, well as a company. That, that, they're going with HBO. So HBO Max, which starts in May. 
is going to have pretty much Well, everything. but Viacom owns Nickelodeon. Well, yeah, they, they've got some deals. Like They maybe are yeah, putting yeah. different things. Well, I mean, I know there's all these secondary and subsidies, but if I can get, you can't do that on television or on a streaming service and watch that from my Nickelodeon days, oh, sign me the fuck up. Yeah, because like, all of the Nick shows from when we were growing up, like Salute Your Shorts and all yeah. that, have never been released on DVD. In fact, the, I remember in the early days of Facebook, the guy who played Sponge tried to start a Facebook campaign to get Nickelodeon to put that stuff out on DVD, probably because he needed a, a residual check. Yeah. But um, but every kid that's yeah, 30, that 40, who, who, and that kid, every, yeah, adult, every adult, 30, 40, who watched Nickelodeon as a kid, has that show or shows that... Pete and Pete, man. ...means a lot to them. Pete and Pete, Salute Your Shorts, Hey Dude. Hey Dude I mean, good. they there's tons of them out there, and everybody wants that content back so they can relive yeah. that nostalgia. It's the reason why things like Stranger Things is big. It's the reason why Disney Plus is really in that yeah. content. Nostalgia that, is that, the, the currency content. of our age. It, ne- it's huge. Netflix and Nickelodeon announced that they've formed a new multi-year output deal to produce original animated feature films and television series based on the Nickelodeon Library of Characters. Oh, but that is not what Matt and I are talking about. That's new content, which is not bad, but it's not the back catalog of The back catalog is already on Netflix for the most part. Like but Rocco's it comes and goes. Life, it doesn't stay there. Rocco's Modern Life and... Uh, Ren and Stimpy? I'm reading this on the Netflix press release. If so they're Clarissa not... explains it all, it's not on Netflix. Well, Viacom did merge with CBS, so there's a split in their content. So some uh, of it yeah. is on CBS. And so that's of... really what a lot of the streaming wars, I think, is going to be, too, is fighting over the content mm-hmm. and but... so many different media yeah. companies over the last but... you know, like 23 the... years, Santa, have merged and, and everybody owns a little bit of percentage of it and like everybody's AT&T. going to get their pay. AT&T has like their, they're they're dropping you know, HBO Max and they and they're partnering with Warner, so so they're gonna get all the the WB stuff, all mm-hmm. the all the Cartoon Network stuff, Hannibal Barra stuff. The, yeah, you know and you know all, and, and then they've got like deals, and they're getting back all their, uh, have to get they're taking Friends, from Netflix, mm-hmm. and they're gonna get Parks and Rec, which was. I thought, I, I thought Wait, who's was, getting Parks and Rec? No, no, Parks and Rec. That's gonna be on on the. That's gonna be on the Peacock. That's on the Peacock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that won't be until twenty twenty one apparently. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, they're, they're, and 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 then HBO Max might include because because of the the the, the TNT so the Turner stuff so they mm-hmm. might include sports. So, right. You know, well, the the other thing that's confusing with networks is like. There'll be shows that we associate with a particular network, like because it was on that network. Because it was on that yeah, network, yeah, absolutely. But it was actually produced by like the other one of the other networks' production companies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it's like who controls the rights to that? Yeah, Big Bang Theory is going to be on HBO Max. Yeah, not really. Yeah, yeah. No, not that, but that was that, NBC. No, that was no, CBS. it was CBS, but yeah. CBS didn't. Produce oh, it. and on a, on another level. The fact that MB or Netflix Netflix has all these contract deals to have the content on their service, but one of the pe- things people fault Netflix for from a business model perspective is that very little of what they're making is actually made by them. Mm. And so, like, if if you're selling to them and it's a seller's market, you can just keep raising your prices on Netflix. And that hurts their bottom line. Which why it doesn't make sense for like NBC to create their own streaming service and taking that stuff, you know, get paid 
from by Netflix. No, yeah. no need to. Well, we make did the math. Thing. Yeah, I mean, we did the math. Um, you know, on the popular streaming services and how it compares to a cable package. But we didn't include CBS All Access or the future Peacock network. Like, once you have all that, A, it's just too much to keep up with, and B, like, CBS's streaming service sucks. No, oh, is it? I like never the, used the, it. The, the, Not the, the content, functional. but just the... Yeah, the, they have a great back the, catalog. The, but the, the player, interface? Yeah. It's dog shit. Yeah. Like, it is so much worse yeah. than... Amazon, which and Amazon is so much at this worse point than in time. Netflix. Don't we have like a standard at this point in time yeah. that we should well, be following? I gotta say, like the Disney Plus interface is not great either, and it's not been easy to. I can find give them or... a little bit of of a pass because they're brand new. I like... get, but like they're they might be brand new at having a streaming service, but they're still like a major, yeah, multi billion dollar company that should have the manpower to put out. I actually think there's a good yeah. product. I think there's actually probably more like proprietary intellectual property in the actual mechanism of streaming and the player and the UI than we probably just like, give credit for, you know? I'm sure, but it's just little things like when you search, like, not all of the movies will be bunched up together the same right. way. So. Well, here's another thing that Disney got wrong. They had rights to The Simpsons. Mm. And mm. The Simpsons was shown on TV on a very... You know, one one TV image ratio, and they changed that ratio when it came on Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. But that meant that certain big chunks of content were not visible from the Simpsons episodes. Uh, and you know how Simpsons are very clever about putting certain images or or, yeah. or content in the mm -hmm. background that lends well to the joke that they're telling. And so there were several, you know jokes in so the episode that you were not able to get because it was cropped out and they pledged they're going to fix that but it's uh -huh. going to take them till next year to fix that yeah because i mean it's like where are they where are they pulling it from because you know what what medium was the show originally put on is that still in good condition was it transferred was it like there's it's so here's my thing is i feel like if you are going to reshow a existing content do what you can do to make the color or the quality better, but don't overall change the enhancement. Yeah, keep the aspect ratio. Yes, keep, keep the, the aspect yeah. ratio. Keep like, even if it means keep the, plot. Like the black bars on the side. Don't sides. freaking yeah. rewrite another episode, which apparently they did with the Star Wars. They they redid some more stuff. They they tweaked the whole on Brino shot again. I mean, that is probably going to go down to history as the most rewritten. Uh, scene of yeah. any movie as iterations of the, yeah, have One of released. my questions was do they have a theatrical release of the original three Star Wars on See, Star but they Plus? should, but George Lucas is an asshole. Does he still it's have very hard the to... authority to not let that happen? He probably had written in the whole contract that you can never release that version ever Fuck again. Him. Like, <laughs> it's like, so I illegally downloaded the theatrical releases of the original three movies. It is so much like cleaner and simpler and better. Like yeah, by the by the you know twenty fifth anniversary wasn't too bad. They added some stuff that looked hokey, like Han talking to Jabba outside mm. the bar on yeah. Tatooine. But like by the releases after that, there was just like so much CGI bullshit thrown in your face. You can't even see the actual actors. Like, but but Santa, they they interviewed Kathleen Kennedy, and she basically admitted that basically. Uh, George Lucas is a grumpy old man who can't let go, 
and he's never going to say anything positive about Star Wars that he didn't have a hand in. They they apparently brought him in for some for some stuff on the the Rise of Skywalker so. to take some notes or or give some, some you know help oh, help Abrams it. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> Did oh, they yeah. need it? Oh, I believe it. <laughs> oh boy, we're we're Man. we're in for a, a big ride here. So we've been talking a lot about streaming services in our in our show notes. Santa, this feels like you. If it's not, I'll direct it into Nicole. Uh, box office is down compared to last year. It's down, but not like by a huge margin. Is it trending to down? It it, it probably will. Because uh, I mean, the biggest release r- left this year is is the the Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. which will probably make a ton of money. Yeah, but. yeah. So Santa, you and I are sports fans. Yeah. Uh, attendance in sporting events is going down Ratings because on TV, on, because on live just down having to go to the venue, pay for the concessions, pay for parking. the ticket, parking, traffic versus I can wait a little bit and I can or for live sports I can I can watch it on right. my awesome TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got my own beverages and concessions on the comfort of my own couch. It's a better experience. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of the movies, I can be patient. I'm a busy person. I can right. wait two months, three months. They're coming out on streaming services faster than ever before. Mm-hmm. And we're only, only like, I mean, look at our, our podcast. We only watch certain types of movies. Yeah. You know, things that, that are, like the theater experience is now not not only just the the seats and the whatever, the, the comfort stuff. It's now the actual movie itself. Mm-hmm. You know, there's is, certain is, movies are better in a theater, obviously. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. want that audience interaction, for one, or the... Seeing Endgame on a big theater is awesome. Seeing other types of movies, you don't necessarily get as much out of seeing on the big theater. So, so, so yeah. the big event, you want to see in person, but for just the average run-of-the-mill... Nicole, like, are you just good just to catch it at home when you, yeah, when you can? Yeah, like I was interested in last Christmas, because of mm-hmm. that time of year. But I did not go see it in the theaters because I don't... Why would you do that? Why well, is it, got, it... It got bad reviews, and then we read the spoilers, and then so... Wouldn't it just, <laughs> like, for that kind of movie, wouldn't that be better to sit on a couch with a blanket and a glass of wine? And yeah. If you don't course. like it, then we could yeah. put some... I can put the Gargoyles well, TV show on. And it's also, like, th- that's hurting, like, other, like, more thought-provoking genres of mm-hmm. film. Like, you don't need to see a biopic about Stephen Hawking in the theater. I mean, maybe you will because it's, like, Oscar yeah. bait, but... Well, just you know. like with the Won't You Be My Neighbor. Yeah. Oh. I would prefer, I think we would both prefer to see that at home because I don't want to cry in front of other people. Sure. Oh. Yeah. And also, like... There's nothing added by seeing it in the movie theater, like yeah. the, other than if you enjoy a good group cry, um, you know, even Who the audience really? participation <laughs> factor is not yeah. really there. Like horror movies are still doing well. Like you, you told me about your experience seeing oh, Get Out in the theater. Yeah, seeing Get Out in us in theaters was great. Um, yeah, because yeah. the and crowd really got into it. And I didn't have time. I didn't watch it till it was on video, and I feel like I missed out on something by not seeing it in a the theater. Mm-hmm. You know. There was one movie we did just see in theaters. What was that, Nicole? Uh, Debbie Does Dallas. No. <laughs> that movie was a movie that I wanted to see, but I wish we had waited maybe another weekend to go see it. We saw Frozen 2 on opening weekend. 
Um, as soon as we got into the theater, I looked at Santa and I and said, "What have we done?" Was it just a bunch of screaming three year olds? Yeah. No, they weren't. They weren't. They were. It was like a bunch of screaming six year olds. They were mostly well behaved. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, the movie was probably like twenty minutes. minutes too long. Oh, did okay. some pee pee dancing? No, well, Is there was a little girl just like just walking out wandering, <laughs> wandering like, around. Like, that happens. Yeah. I remember watching Snow White and just wandering out. <laughs> but I mean, did the sequel live up to the original? No. It didn't. No. It's not, I mean, the original is very good. Yeah. It's not as good as the original, but it's not a bad movie by yeah. any means. It, it provided me with what I was looking for, which was catchy songs and... Looking back... Could it have just been a Disney Plus rewatch on the couch during a oh, cold like, winter yeah, night? Because I could, you know, in the years past, they, they would just do direct-to-DVD. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's, that, like when, I, when I saw the commercials, I was like, is that in the theaters or is yeah. it just on Disney Plus? Because it feels like it should be just a Disney, Disney Plus. Well, I think, I think the like, didn't Frozen break all kinds of records for Disney movies? Right yeah, now. Frozen yeah. 2 just... Shattered their, it. Mm-hmm. Well, but it was, that's why it was not a directed DVD because it was such a huge IP mm-hmm. that they knew they could it made a, it made a billion yeah. dollars for them, and they're like, okay, we we should do a sequel for this. Yeah. It just oh. it just like they they greenlit the sequel without having it like a an idea of what they wanted to do. They were, mm-hmm. Like Disney was like, hey, you need guys need to make a sequel, and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an artist. Yeah. I don't have sequels. Yeah. <laughs> Into the What's unknown. the sequel to Lion King? There's Lion, a Lion King too. Lion King one and a half. Uh, and then Simba's Pride. Was, oh yeah, but that was, was straight to DVD. And it was an animated show. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the big, the show. big yeah. song for Frozen Two is called "Into the Unknown," and it is nowhere near as much of a banger as "Let, Let It Go." Let It Go was good. Maybe I won't hear it screamed. Oh, no, you'll hear it. All, oh, child, you'll hear all the children it. around me. <laughs> you'll, you'll hear it. I think they'll still say "Let It Go." But Cameron, have you been able to partake in any movies either in the theaters or at home recently? Oh geez, I don't think I've seen anything good recently. I've uh, been catching up on my uh, my TV shows that I'm behind on. Ooh, tell us about them. Well, uh, I'm working my way through Russian Doll. Or, yeah, almost finished with Russian Doll and close to finished with uh, Glow. Two shows we've talked about. Yeah, Glow's Enjoying amazing. them. Uh, Is this yeah. the, the season three of Glow? Season or? three of Glow. Hey, you, hey, you already watched season two? Or are oh, you yeah. learning through it? No, no, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was caught up on Glow, and now I'm getting my... Glow through. three is definitely about uh, a little bit about women empowerment, maybe? I think... I mean, the first two seasons were as well, but I think Glow may be the strongest show on Netflix, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's like, a good one. It's completely character-driven. They don't even get into the ring until, like, the fifth of ten episodes. Um... And they're in Vegas. They're in Vegas in hotels. Like, essentially nothing is happening other than the interactions between the characters. And you, like, learn stuff about all of them. Like, I I won't... Sorry, you you haven't watched it, so I won't say what happens to any of them. But, um, you know, stuff that, like, you know, if you care about the characters and are following along, is pretty surprising and interesting. Um, You know, Russian Doll, I think, is great. And it's kind of another... I feel like it explores some interesting angles of, like... I loved Russian The nice so guy stuff, like with the, the guy who's going back, who's dying all the time, like, uh, there's some OCD trying to be the good boyfriend stuff that resembles some of my yeah. less desirable behaviors in college and high school, which I, you know, I think it's good to have a little of that in there. Um, but yeah, um, yeah I, I'm trying to think, I can't believe that I haven't watched any movies 
I did see, I was trying to think about the things that I've seen. So, uh, Tyler and I did a split movie, so she went to go see uh, Downton Abbey, uh-huh. the movie thing, which I don't follow the television series, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I went and saw uh, Ad Astra, I mm. think, with, is that what the name is, with Brad Pitt? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. was it good? It was, it was kind of okay. So, yeah. I, I was kind of entertained, Cameron, uh, but at the same time, I'm just like, I don't, really know why i'm watching it it's you know a, it's another like oscar bait space movie yeah it's right. like i'm doing this for my dad but i didn't really care that much and you're throwing in strange stuff like there was like moon pirates there was just a, right. a random <clears throat> character with donald Sutherland in it it was just sort of I, I i think santa's right it was oscar bait for you know a Father, son, sentimental, with a little bit of action story that just didn't really sell. Yeah. The visuals were, were exciting, and the action was interesting, but the plot and the emotional investment just wasn't there. So we didn't get a high art piece sci-fi movie this year, because it seems like one per year we get. Like we like it was um, uh, Looper, and we before that it was Moon. Coming out. High, yeah. high it's coming at the end. You know, like Interstellar was 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 that movie. So I think Ed Asher was trying to be a little bit of that. Yeah, but I mean that, that you could tell that movie wasn't going to be anything like some of those other movies. If Ed Asher was more like last year when what was it the, the Astro was it the Astro no, the one with the Damian Lidoff uh, directed it and it had Ryan Gosling in it. You know, yeah, when they went. It was like kind of like it was First Man or something like that. Something uh, right? Neil yeah, Armstrong. yeah, yeah. That actually seemed more interesting, but yeah, that's, that's like a bio. Did Annihilation come out this year? That was last no, year. That was last year. Yeah. That did. was last year's attempt at a sci-fi art piece. I guess we didn't get one this year. That's get, I guess that was like kind of like the whole thing with the streaming and stuff now. And like people, you know, like buying, like if it doesn't make it onto, the, if it's not good enough for the theaters and they, they try to shop it where they can and, you know. And, the and Blade then, Runner 2049, was that? Mm-hmm. That was last year. I'm just living in, yeah. living in So, one we had on our list that, that, I don't know, I didn't see it. I'm get, taking, the, the camera didn't see it. The Joker. Yeah. Uh, we didn't see it. Did that. you see it? Mm-hmm. So, I will watch it when it comes out. Me too. Uh, but Santa, why didn't we see it? Why didn't you I see think that's it? An Let's, important question uh, don't don't answer for me. I, I have my answer. Why why didn't we'll go around the room? Yeah, I think we all why because we cover a lot of uh, that should have been we, one we, we did cover a lot of superhero yeah. well, and supervillain movies. Man, billion dollars. It's yeah. it's part of the DC comic. It's by and far the biggest one of the biggest villains in the DC universe. And unlike some of the other DC releases, it wasn't critically panned. Like it was a good movie. It was like this is Oscar seen. winning yeah, material. Yeah. So Santa. Why didn't you see it? it? It wasn't the Joker that I knew. Okay. It wasn't Mark Hamill. <laughs> With the it Joker, wasn't Cesar Romero. Joker you knew yeah. as yeah. far as Cesar the actor <laughs> or the character? The character. Okay. I just, I, just, I just didn't feel like it had enough ties to the actual, like the comics, to, to, Nicole. to be worthy of that name. I, I agree. I don't, I'm not interested in a Joker origin story because. There is no Joker origin story as far as I They know. did one in the Batman animated series. Yeah. That well, actually like, has similar elements to the movie. I they also did one, the Tim Burton one. Yeah. I just like I'm just not I just wasn't interested in in the story, I guess, like from what I saw and heard about it. I still feel like Heath Ledger is my Joker. I can right. entertain another Joker. I'm happy to do it. Uh, but lately when I'm thinking about comic book 
universe movies. I am thinking about what has been coming out recently. Even with the DC, it was supposed to be fun and enjoyable and adventure, even though maybe they didn't fall, they fell flat. They didn't have the same sort of strategic planning Cameron as Marvel Universe does. But I don't know how much, while it's going to be interesting to watch that psychological involvement, I don't really feel like it was a reflection of the comic book. It was, let's take this character out of the comic book, Cameron, and make a psychological story about and there his There was a whole lot of commentary about, like, modern angst. Right? Sure. Like, the, thing we, the things we as Americans are upset about in present day, you know. Yeah. Just, uh, but I don't like feel like a, you need that explained to you. Kind of like falling, right. falling down. Falling down right. is a great example. Which I haven't seen, saying. but that's like 80s angst, essentially. Yeah. All the 90s. It was, not, it, it, was, it, was, it was in the 90s, the but it, would, it was fallout from, like, yeah. The fact the that 80s. McDonald's breakfast ends at 10.30. And yes, like that. yeah. Um, breakfast all day, perfect baby. Example. And yeah. look where we've come. Yeah, now, now there's now breakfast you, all day. Now there's breakfast all day. Certain selected items all day, but still there. Good example about falling down. Great movie. Uh, I will watch it when it comes out mm -hmm. on the TV or streaming. Right. Because I am interested, but I don't know if I want to vote my yeah. time to go see in the theaters. And I don't want to get shot. extra money for it. For yeah. me, like, I would have gone and seen it if I was a single man or a man without children. But, like, if you... And, and like, you know, I make time to see most of the movies that we do podcasts on. But, like, for me, like, there's been so many, like misses like like the suicide squad had like by all accounts a terrible joker in it mm -hmm. and like i know like i from reviews heard that this is a good movie but like i'm just like kind of jokered out it seems like dc's throwing too many movies out there well, that's another too movie. fast you know? well, it's like they their their cash cow is batman and yeah yeah anything revolving around batman should do well and in, and like i think the problem they have there is that the uh christopher nolan batman trilogy like is is distinct among all of the comic book movies like mcu and non-mcu like in terms of like the quality of like acting and concept and like that was like an oscar worthy like uh, dark knight rises was like an oscar worthy dark, dark knight or, sorry, Dark Knight was an Oscar-worthy movie. And Heath Ledger specifically was like, he won an Oscar for the Joker. And Joaquin Phoenix is great, but like, I don't... It's just too many performances too quickly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. So, we're getting close to the end. Uh, we have a lot more topics that we could talk about, but maybe we're going to save them for next time. Gotta uh, keep Cameron. the pipeline full. Yeah, get, and we'll come up with more ideas. We're going to try to be a little bit better about it. We've been slacking off a little bit. We're going to get on a routine to hopefully pump out content. But uh, when I think about the holidays, um, maybe Christmas more than Thanksgiving, but definitely Thanksgiving's in there. I think about TVs or shows or television or movies that i watch a lot during the thanksgiving mm -hmm. time period cameron i know you didn't grow up in a big tv household but are there certain uh, family hey we're gonna watch this on television or we're gonna pull up this old movie uh during thanksgiving so actually uh for me growing up i was not into sports at all mm -hmm. and i would go to my uh dad's parents house uh for thanksgiving and my uncle played college football and um his whole side of the family was really into it so like for me the thing i associate the, this what i associate with watching uh 
after Thanksgiving dinner is like the football games that are on. Sure. Because like you know, I didn't even like football, but like somehow it became like part of the tradition where I was interested in it on that day only. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, there, yeah, they have been traditionally two games: yeah. the Detroit Lions and the Cowboy uh, Dallas yeah. Cowboys play. Mm-hmm. And then now, because of Thursday night football, there's a third game. That right. isn't usually the Cowboys or the or the Lions, but mm-hmm. so so watching the fo- football, football games. definitely definitely yeah. I agree. I always feel like there is some uh, you know series like maybe not Star Wars. I think of that more Christmas, but yeah. maybe like for me, Raiders the Lost Ark, maybe or some sort yeah. of other series of movies. Maybe The Matrix would be out there. Some sort of Lord of the Rings, maybe I don't know. Lord of the Rings is a good one. Yeah. Something that's rustic. like on TNT or yeah. USA Lord that you can sort of fit it. One hundred percent Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay. In, in the Fox Saigon. So what is what what is yeah. what is Thanksgiving for you, Nicole? Gosh, we don't really watch much yeah. on Thanksgiving. Growing up as a kid, we'd always watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the Great Pumpkin. There, there's a risk there with the uh, Macy's Parade. Uh, They're predicting oh, heavy wind gusts. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw <laughs> they might not have the big balloons this year. Yeah, mean I was warming. into the Thanksgiving Macy's <laughs> yeah, Thanksgiving so, Parade. I'm yeah. not so much, but I didn't grow up in a football family. I come from a baseball family, so we didn't watch much football on Thanksgiving. So it was all about the parade. But I googled mm-hmm. a list of Thanksgiving movies, and I wasn't too impressed by planes, trains, and automobiles. Is always a big one, Santa. Is that Thanksgiving? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the only. That's the only movie I can. I, I can. Think that's of. that's real. Literally the only one I can actually think of Rocky when it becomes. A, Rocky. Rocky is a Thanksgiving scene, doesn't it? Yeah. The, oh well. <laughs> oh, you say when 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 Adrian tries to cook the turkey and Polly like throws it out in the street. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That actually reminds me of some of my family Thanksgivings. What about you, Sam? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much it, just foot, just football. Because I mean, football. there's there's nothing really to watch on Thanksgiving. I mean, to get the parade in the morning and then football the rest of the day. I I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. I do like I do like like the TV shows that will have like Thanksgiving themed episodes like, yeah. to lead up to Thanksgiving. Sure, you know, Bob's Burgers always has a really good Thanksgiving episode every year, and mm-hmm. you know, this year's was was decent. But, you know. Right, Modern Family had one. We're still watching Modern Family. I'm not proud about it, but we're still watching it. <laughs> hey, they're still making episodes. You do you. So yeah. I was disappointed because I, I thought this last season that we just watched Modern Family was the last one. And I was like, okay, I finally made it to the end. Because uh-huh. let's be honest, the last couple seasons were pretty bad. Still got one more season to go, but we're pushing through it. Just like know? just like when we watched The Rock and Ballers. That that last final episode still queued up on the DVR Santa, <laughs> and one day we're gonna actually watch that last episode. I'm impressed. You're like the only people I think that watch Ballers. Is that that TV show with The Rock? Yeah, it's on HBO. It's basically the the TV show Entourage on HBO, but instead of making movies, they they, they make are basketball. athletes. Football. Football. And instead of that guy who like plays Vincent Chase, okay, so if it's, it's called the Rock. Ballers, I feel like it should be about basketball. It could be about football. Think of football players as ballers. <laughs> There's a lot of things wrong with it. Uh, if if only we had the time to talk about it. But I think we're running off from the time. Uh, I think we should end this Thanksgiving Day podcast uh, because I'm going to release this probably on Thanksgiving Day or near, okay. near to it with what we are most thankful for. And Nicole, guess what? You're up I first. I get to go first. What we're most thankful for in terms of 
content. Um, I'm thankful that my husband went ahead and pre-ordered the three years of Disney+. Plus. Good job, Santa. Um, Way to go. Because I remember I texted him like, hey, I think I'm going to pre-order the year of Disney+. Plus." And he's like, don't worry, I got it. I got three years already. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's a good husband right there. So, keeping you in content. Keeping me in content for another three years. Mm-hmm. Santa, thankfulness. Uh, uh, she stole mine, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. No, well, no, is it only content related thankfulness? You can no, be thankful no, for your family. I'm thankful, I'm thankful for my wife. There you go. Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh. And, and, and my, my two cats. There you go. You got them the Target uh, cat house. We got got the little camper. Yeah, they like sleep on top of him every night. They're they're obsessed with him. They're they're feeling the love. They're feeling the scent of love. They (laughs) they 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 know how to tell who's you know. Hey, we've been we've been nice, not naughty, (laughs) Santa. Bring us good presents for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cameron, I'm thankful for the health of uh, my wife and children. Yeah, yeah, and that's definitely been a, a big thing for you this year. Been You've been having to, yeah. to, to, to manage the children's health, and I can only imagine what that's like. And I'm glad that everybody's you know doing better. Everybody's doing good. Everybody's doing better means that you can come on the podcast more often. Right. Yeah. So, and we're definitely thankful for that. Uh, I I am uh, thankful for this podcast. I'm thankful for uh, um, uh, a lot of really good things that have happened this year that have led to a, a much more busier life for my wife and I, but um, we still are making an effort to come together and talk about the nerdy things that we love on the Guy Girl Santa podcast. So uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we will come up with another podcast very soon. If we don't do one by the beginning of the year, we're definitely going to get on, on a better routine. It's one of our 2020 year uh, year's resolutions, resolutions commitments to, to get on a better routine about it. Uh, so happy to have all of our uh, Two Guys, One Girl Santa listeners tune in. Uh, we wish you and your family and your friends a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, everybody. my team reporters, Trump,